Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Brian Kilmeade is not only a New York Times bestselling author, not only the co-anchor of Fox and Friends, I think he's up to about 18 different shows that he does during the week, on the weekend when he's filling in for people, and on Fox Nation, but he's also one of the most listened to uh, nationally syndicated radio talk show hosts in the whole country. Brian, it's great to talk with you. Thanks for, for, thanks for being on. Frank, I remember Bruno San Martino. Do you remember some of the people he he fought against? Uh, I remember, first of all, the uh, historic. Uh, I I only watched Bruno much later in his career after his heyday. But as a student of pro wrestling, I'm aware of those uh, matches that he had with people like superstar Billy Graham and Buddy Rogers and uh, folks like that. So I, I didn't see yes, him. Yes, I, I remember Bugsy McGraw. Ivan Koloff beat him. That's right. And for the, the controversy, I That's think, with, with uh, Billy Superstar Graham was, I think he pushed off on the turnbuckle That's to right. pin him. <laughs> and I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Stan the Man Hansen had coins Stan in his the lariat, lariat which Hansen. some people thought right. was an elbow pad. That's, that's right. Um, this could be the subject of your next book, Brian, the, the Bruno San yes. Martino story. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about that or just 1970s wrestling, which I watched with my UHF circle antenna uh, in the afternoon. Who was your favorite of the 70s wrestler? That's so interesting you asked that. I mean, you had the Blackjack Mulligan. Um, I'm one of the Blackjacks. I forgot the name. Yeah, of the well, Blackjack one. Mulligan Those is the, the tag was the days. father of one of my favorite wrestlers, Barry Windham, who uh, has had some health issues recently. But no, that's uh, that's crazy. All right, I, I, I can't get to go down this wrestling uh, rabbit hole with you because we'll, <laughs> you we'll run out so? of time. Yeah. Hey, uh, last night, uh, CNN being criticized by a lot of people on the left for allowing Donald Trump to uh, give answers to a, a cheering crowd of Trump-leaning voters. A lot of people unhappy with CNN, saying it's one of their worst moments. What do we think, Brian? Is is CNN the new conservative network? Is it the new home for Trump viewers? <laughs> yes. I, people are going to feel very comfortable there, especially their post-game show. They really were fair to him. I mean, uh, Caitlin Collins, must, someone must have said on one of the breaks that he's beating the hell out of you. So they did standing the last block, and she wouldn't let him finish one sentence. Um and basically, the crowd was for him. They were supposed to be independents, I thought. And uh, and maybe they were independents who just won over because Caitlin Collins spent the first 20 minutes on just January 6th. When are they going to realize? It's been litigated. It's back. People have made their decisions. Nobody cares. We're done. You know, you think the president played a role or he didn't play a role. He was all over it. He loved it. He hated it. It got out of control. Nancy Pelosi didn't provide security. How many times are we going to go over the same thing? This is why no one watches. Number two, at the end, they just didn't let him say a word. And and basically, you watch Donald Trump win over the crowd. And for people who watch CNN to think a former president who might be a future president who is leading the charge to get the nomination is not newsworthy for an hour. You can't be a news channel. 
So Tim Scott, when he declares, and Ron DeSantis, when he declares, they're not newsworthy. They're they're in, and they're um, um, fans. They're unbelievably talented, but they're in single digits. Nikki Haley's not newsworthy. Single digits, unbelievably qualified. Donald Trump did the job, wants to do it again. Almost all his policies look better than the current guy. Almost, almost every single one of them, every one of them, are we were better off without Joe Biden. Keep in mind, too, people go, oh, the pandemic, he treated, he was better than pandemic. With a vaccine, more people died under Joe Biden. The vaccine provided, controversy or not, by Donald Trump. So he still couldn't get it done. So tell me where Joe Biden's been better. And when Donald Trump sticks to that, he, he probably is going to beat him head to head. He's up by eight points. I am surprised. I am surprised they didn't give him at least some moments just to say, listen, where do you stand? They gave him one question. Oh, what would you do first? That was from the audience. And before he could even answer, they quickly just jump in all over him. And they she, just want him to say that 2020 uh, that was it was a real election. Well, he yeah, doesn't believe it. Well, I wanna, How I, many times have they needed to ask him? Well, I want to ask you about the same that. thing every time. Um, so first on the uh, trying to pin him down for an answer, which you who've interviewed him many times, I'm sure can appreciate the difficulty of that at times. I, I, Impossible. Did, I, I did give Caitlin Collins some credit for at least trying to pin him down to an answer on the uh, national abortion ban, because a lot of the other prospective Republican presidential candidates, they've been uh, in no uncertain terms saying what they would do on that. But you mentioned the issue of the 2020 elections, uh, which they spent a lot of time on. It was not a rigged election. It was not a stolen election. You and your supporters lost more than 60 court cases on the election. It's been nearly two and a half years can you publicly acknowledge that you did lose the 2020 election? Let me, let me just go on. If you look at True the Vote, they found millions of votes on camera, on government cameras, where uh, they were stuffing ballot boxes. What you just said there, Republican officials debunked those claims about fraudulent ballots. We want to give you a chance Who? tonight. Who? Republican officials Who? in Georgia and every single state. Uh, there is no your own election officials, Mr. Look, President. Uh, so we wanted to give you a chance. People were afraid to take on the issue. All you have to do is take a look at government cameras. You'll see them. People going to 28 different voting booths to vote to put in seven ballots apiece. But Mr. I mean, President, and they're all I have on to camera. stop you there. So, uh, Brian, I don't think that you can objectively state that what President Trump said in that last sentence there is accurate. It, this was a, an it's opportunity not. for him to win over uh, maybe at least some independents and Democrats that don't typically watch uh, what with the networks that he goes on, including including Fox, and may not listen to this radio station. But he is sticking with this this election 2020 was rigged narrative. Do you, I understand that he believes it? But is it a is it a mistake strategically? Does he risk alienating people that he might win over on policy? Is it a mistake to keep harping on this? Well, I mean, if he, he's not going to change, you know what he does. By the way, his abortion. If you, you, you touched on your very first question on abortion, president didn't answer. The president wants to negotiate, and that's going to turn off pro-life people. They say, are you kidding me? Uh, you, you can't negotiate. And for people, if he wants to win the general and says zero weeks, he's not going to win the general. Now, I know people listening to us right now are solid pro-life. Can't believe I just said that. He's not going to win the general because I don't make – I can't speak for 320 million people, but I think 70 percent – thinks you should be able to get abortion up to uh, up to uh, 15 weeks, 12 to 15 weeks. 
That's not my rules. That's not, that doesn't matter what I think or you think. That's where the country is. So if he digs in too hard, that's great. He'll get the nomination. He has to backtrack uh, and the general because, for the most part, saying kicking it to the states and Kansas saying zero weeks and kicking it back and Oklahoma saying zero weeks is not going to go nationally. So how does he say, I deliver the end of Roe v. Wade and at the same time say zero weeks? He can't win the right. general. Right. And he had no answer. And Kaylin Collins stay with it for five minutes. That's a real issue. I don't have a problem with trying to get to the bottom of that. And I don't have a problem with refusing to answer it. That's a politician. You know, Stephanopoulos will ask every question three times. And then he'll go, I just want to say for the record, move on. That's what she should have done. She kept saying the same thing. But Ron DeSantis saying six weeks um, is is really good in the, to get the nomination. But it's not going to help him in the general. That's why Lindsey Graham walked out and said, what, can we agree on 15 weeks? People say, well, wait a sec. We just got rid of a federal law right. on abortion. Let's stay out of the abortion game. But he's saying that if Republicans can't get their message down, why don't you take it off the table? Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights... You're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The um, This was one of the, the first major appearance he did since the verdict in this uh, E. Jean Carroll uh, rape case. Very interesting verdict. Uh, they found that he uh, didn't rape her, but that he committed sexual assault, which if you look at the jury instruction could have been anything up to including a kiss on the cheek that they deemed was non non-consensual. Normally, if this was 15, 20, 25 years ago, this would be a devastating thing for a presidential candidate. This does not seem to be having any effect on the Trump campaign. What issue do you think this will be in the general election, Brian? You know, he had no pre- He wanted that question. He wanted it. And with Caitlin Collins says, I know you want to talk about this. So basically he had people laughing and, you know, some you got to think general. His audience, if they were independents or undecided Republicans, they were all in. They believed the woman was lying and that the um, and that the jury was rigged. OK, but if you want independents, undecided or moderate Democrats, they're not going to like that answer. So I, I'm, I'm just looking at this if you are an analyst. So, but he's going to, he's not going to seriously be hurt by it. But when you start this race and say, what am I missing? Suburban women. This is not an issue they're going to embrace, nor do I think they'll embrace his response. I don't know how you feel. 
Well, I uh, I think, um, and I think a lot of the people, there might have been independents in that audience yesterday, but New Hampshire is one of the states where independents get to vote in Republican primaries. And in 2016, Trump did very well with the independents that could vote in New Hampshire. I think, um, to your point, I think it bodes well for a primary audience. And I think the strategy on the part of the Trump team now is in order to uh, get to the general that you have to make sure that you're nominated for first. I, I don't see it winning over many people, but I, I think there, if you listen to what a lot of the legal analysts are saying, there's a very good chance this could be overturned on appeal. I think Trump's commentary about the things like the Access Hollywood tape and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I think that may uh, alienate uh, some female (laughs) suburban voters more than um, more than the verdict itself. You had a terrific interview this week with uh, former New Jersey governor and potential uh, presidential candidate Chris Christie. He talked about Trump's response to this verdict. This is what he said. What does this do for the Donald Trump candidacy? I just think it adds more weight to it, Brian. And, and, and look, you know, his response yesterday to me was ridiculous, that he didn't even know the woman. I mean, you know, how many coincidences are we going to have here with Donald Trump, Brian? I mean, he must be the unluckiest SOB in the world. He just has, you know, random people he's never met before who are able to convince the jury that he sexually abused them. I mean, this guy, it's one person after another, one woman after another. The stories just continue to pile up. And I think we all know he's not unlucky um, that he, he engaged in this kind of conduct. But, and he talked about it himself in the Access Highwood tape. And I was there with him when the Access Highwood tape came out. And let me tell you something, Brian. He was embarrassed. He was embarrassed then. He's tried to change the whole history now. But he was embarrassed then. Look, this kind of conduct is unacceptable for somebody that we call a leader um, and and him wanting to take leadership again. And so I, do I think this is a silver bullet that ends Donald Trump's candidacy? No. I just think it's additional weight of evidence that people are going to look at and say, you know, if he's this unlucky, Brian, if, if none of this has really happened, he's this unlucky. We don't want a guy this unlucky as president either. Uh, Brian, great interview. Um, you, one wonders if that's how Chris Christie views Donald Trump and his conduct, why he was such an enthusiastic supporter in both 2016 and 2020. Do you think there's a lane for Chris Christie in this presidential contest? If it, if there's if they level the playing field. Right now, it's Donald Trump. I mean, I'm shocked. He's up by 20 uh, see what kind of progress Ron DeSantis makes and see if things start evening out. This is what uh, Chris Christie has. He's really bright. He's got, the, he's got the Constitution down pat. He's a conservative. He was successful in New Jersey. Didn't end with the strongest numbers like Bloomberg did not end with strong numbers in New York. Uh, even though he was considered successful mayor, he ended up leaving with 30 percent. And I don't think Chris Christie ended with high approval. But after he won re-election, he was sky high into the bridge controversy took place. So I think that when he gets on stage, if he gets in interviews, he gets in town halls, his strength is his performance. Let's see if America will take another look. This is going to be their second look at him. But would Chris, would, would Chris Christie, and this is what I challenged him on, and Chris Sununu, and I'm trying to think who else goes after him this way. Uh, well, yeah, just basically those two in particular. Say, well, Donald Trump failed to build the wall. Donald Trump failed to balance the budget. Donald Trump uh, failed to, um, you know, uh, when it comes to his policies, I, I you know, for build a wall. We all know why he didn't build the wall. And when it came to the pandemic, uh, when it came to spending, yeah, we could have rained, it could have rained it in a little, 
But for the most part, when the pandemic happened, the Democratic Congress gave him more money than he even asked for. They flooded the zone because they told America to stop working. So I think if you if you look at him and say, well, look how much debt he added, that's a Joe Biden line. Because that's not looking at the issue in which he had it. I mean, we added so much debt because we had print money and tell people to stop working for the first time in 120 years. And I don't, we didn't even do it in 120 years ago since the first uh, you know epidemic, pandemic. So that, I think, is a little unfair. I think that if you criticize his performance, um, I think it's a dead-end street because Republicans loved Donald Trump's performance. They didn't like his behavior at times. So it's the behavior. I'll give you more discipline. I'll execute better. I understand the system better. Uh, and and I, I'm, more, I'm less volatile. I'm more predictable. I'm not going to be firing people every 10 days. I mean, that's the type of thing where I think he's vulnerable. But I think the Republicans are really happy with his policies. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that was sort of the DeSantis lane, is he's offering, or at least trying to offer, Trumpism without the Trump. Um, Very quickly, Brian, and I know you got a busy day ahead of you on both Fox and Friends and on uh, the radio, a star-studded list of guests on radio, including Admiral Stavridis, former Attorney General Matt Whitaker, uh, Cal Thomas. It's going to be something. But um, this Hunter Biden situation, yesterday, James Comer, the chair of the oversight panel, revealed that the Biden family members are business associates. They receive more than $10 million from companies run by foreign nationals. Uh, What do you think this means for the DOJ Hunter Biden probe? What do you think this means for Joe Biden's political prospects? That was a great press conference. Watched the whole thing back. It was full of substance. And here's the underlying story. He made millions of dollars through over 20, right now, over 20 companies. And nobody knows what the companies are for. What are they for? Donald Trump builds hotels in Turkey. Wow, what is he doing with Turkey? They're an enemy. No, excuse me. He built a hotel. It was a deal. He was a businessman. In Saudi Arabia, he's in deals. There's a, there's a Scottish, there's a Scottish uh, golf course. So, I, so you don't like that he built a, a Scottish golf course? You don't like the deal he cut? All right, have at it. But with Joe Biden, millions of dollars, nine family members benefiting. We don't know what they got. What do they have? A father, an uncle, a brother, a grandfather who is chairman of foreign relations, former vice president, now president. He had influence. What did they get in return with these 20 companies? What breaks did they get as things start panning out and we start seeing the China policy, as we saw the Ukrainian policy? As you wonder what's going on with the China initiative that left the first day he got into office, the 20,000 Chinese that have just stormed through the border. I mean, what did he get from Mexico? Carlos Slim. Why is it that we're getting six million illegals storming through the Mexican border? Why did he talk to the Mexican president when he did not know a thing that they said? Well, what is going on with all these business deals? Why don't other people ask those questions? But right now, I'm looking at Time Magazine. Uh, not that people read that anymore, but it's still online. Uh, Newsweek. Uh, here it is. Comer's investigation of Biden. Relative swings and misses. 
New York Times, House Republican report finds no evidence of wrongdoing by President Biden. Did you listen to the press conference? Do you have a follow-up question? You know the follow-up question one of them was? Why don't you investigate Donald Trump? Are you guys paying attention? Everyone's investigating Donald Trump. And he's not president right now, and they're investigating him. We're telling you the guy's a multimillionaire with classified documents in every location that he's been in, and he will not answer the question about what they got and why nine family members are benefiting and why he was with his son almost in every country in which deals were cut. Brian, uh, it's coming to Joe Biden big time. I got to run. Check him out this morning on Fox and Friends and on radio and, of course, Saturday on One Nation at 8 p.m. Eastern for a real in-depth look at the issues of the day. Thanks, Brian. Go get him. 800-848-9222. 15 seconds of fame straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 